depressive father god depressive father god for this great topic lord you have given us father god to taste and see the lord is good father god lord your goodness lord is far beyond our comprehension father god your goodness lord our mind can cannot even fathom father god that your goodness lord can never be separated lord away from you father god that is why lord you are god father god lord we praise you father god for lord giving us this privilege father god for tasting father god the goodness of our god lord lord i pray father as we lord enter into the lecture father god i pray lord that you speak into our hearts and mind father god lord i pray father god that you will lord overtake this time father god and you will lord make us to sense your presence father god and you will speak lord to each one of our hearts here father god and to go out from here lord knowing lord that you are a good 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 god father god and the devil is the bad devil father god lord help us lord to be focused on you father god and not to blame you for anything father god but to know lord to whom our lord against our battle is father god and you are there lord to give us victory father so i surrender this time to you father god and lord we will go out from this call lord with standing upon that proclamation father god that our god is a good good god father have your way lord in this lecture call lord in jesus name i pray amen this is about uh, a testimony that has happened i'm going to share first a young woman had become critically ill and her prognosis was grim she would likely die within the year her family had a normal easter and christmas commitment to the church so the discussions in the hospital between this young pastor and the family always plowed new ground the woman challenged him if jesus healed in the bible he should be able to heal me today if not what use was he so she begged and bargained if only god would show mercy the family urged they would completely recommit themselves and come to church every sunday this earnest ing pastor prayed hold on a minute and my computer is acting up here okay this ing young pastor prayed with all his heart and he refused to join the ranks of those who said if it's if it is thy will it was god's will that she be healed he concluded then to his amazement god healed her completely and with the physicians shaking their heads she was sent home from the hospital next sunday the entire family was there in the front pew dressed and sparkling The young woman gave her testimony praising God for his goodness. The following Sunday the family was there again. In 4 weeks it was only the woman and her husband and after that attendance was sporadic until they dropped into their previous pattern. Before long the woman rationalized the entire incident. She had experienced the most dramatic sign God could ever give her healing. Bathed in prayer and surrounded by the church but after only 2 months its power dimmed to nothing the same woman who said god is good that she has tasted the goodness of god is missing now from the front pew and now she is totally saying it, and she has rationalized the entire healing the entire miracle god has done for her so this family forgot the goodness of god when things became normal they forgot god is good all the time 
and all the time god is good so does this story sounds familiar to any one of you i want you to analyze and see does this story sound familiar to any one of you that you have forgotten the goodness of god that you have forgotten the miracle the god has performed in your life small and big so this is your time to see are you that person coming back to the lecture call as i mentioned in the intro about the faithful missionary alan gardner and i'm going to read that in our lecture call as well because i cannot get my mind off of it i cannot get my mind off of alan gardner i cannot get my mind off off of the betsy and coriton boom so i'm going to read that again alan gardner experienced many physical difficulties and hardship throughout his service to the savior Despite his troubles he said while god gives me strength failure will not daunt me in 1851 at the age of 57 he died of disease and starvation while serving on picton island at the southern tip of southern america while his body was found his di- his, di- his diary lay nearby it bore the record of hunger thirst wounds and loneliness the last entry in his little book showed the struggle of his shaking hand as he tried to write legibly and he read i am overwhelmed with a sense of the goodness of god and i'm going to repeat that again that he read i am overwhelmed with a sense of the goodness of god and i had written the statement that you know what a powerful statement can that be said of you and me regardless of his hardship in life we must be aware of the goodness of god and give him thanks and praise continually that was the conclusion i took from his life then we move on to coriton boom deep in our hearts this is coriton boom saying deep in our hearts we believe in a good good god yet how shallow is our understanding of his goodness especially since we see many things that seem to deny it Corey Ten Boom clarified the issue for us. She wrote, "Often I have heard people say how good God is. We prayed that it would not rain for our church picnic and look at the lovely weather. Yes, God is good when He sends good weather, but God was also good when He allowed my sister Betsy to starve to death before my eyes in a German concentration camp." goes on to say i remember one occasion when i was discouraged there everything around us was dark and there was darkness in my heart i remember telling betsy that i thought god has forgotten us no cory said betsy he has not forgotten us remember his word for for us the heavens are high above the earth so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him you know after i finished writing the intro on friday night i was sitting and crying and pondering upon the great missionary mr his life alan gardner and betsy and cory tenbow my question was how could they do it lord how could they say that their god is good lord in the middle of the darkness lord in the middle of starvation father god in the middle of despair lord how could they say lord that you are good lord 
how could they stand upon the goodness of god even in their uncertain and darkest time how did they see god as a good good god and if they can say that then what is holding me back what is holding us back and why are we missing to proclaim that god is good all the time and all the time god is good god showed that we are discontent and when i was just wrestling with him lord how could they do that lord he showed me that we are discontent and he showed me discontent started right from the garden right from the garden when god blessed adam and eve with all his goodness with all his pleasure with everything he gave adam and eve to rule yet he was discontent with what god has given her in her hand and they they fell discontentment also reveals a deep ingratitude for god's blessing they were not content that god has given them everything in this world except that one forbidden tree they couldn't take their eyes off the tree same like that for us god has given us everything in that one tree where christ laid his life for us yet we are discontent He has blessed us immeasurably in every single form. He has blessed us. Yet we we fall into that if we don't have the deep gratitude for his blessing that he sent his son to die in our place and we fall into discontentment. And that leads to doubt the goodness of God. But not for this great men and women. Allen Gardner, Corey Ten Boom, Betsy even when their physical body lacked nourishment their physical soul was abundantly nourished in christ they had a deeper understanding of the goodness of god they did not allow their lack to bother them because they knew they still have the lord with them hebrews 13:5 says no one can take me take him away he will not leave you nor forsake you they were content and satisfied in the lord's portion for them even in their despair even in the middle of the darkness even in the concentration camp even without food they were content and satisfied in the lord's portion that he will be with them and nobody can take them take him away from them they did not la- they did not allow their lack to doubt god's goodness they did not allow their trials to question the goodness of god their deepest longings were satisfied with the goodness of god they have tasted the hidden manna and the garlic and the onions lost their relish that is why they proclaimed in the face of the demons they were fighting in the face of the darkness they were fighting they were able to proclaim god is good all the time and all the time god is good cs lewis was once asked why do the righteous suffer he replied why not they are the only ones who can take it i'm going to repeat that it is a very very powerful quote and it makes us to look at a situation with a different light he was asked why do the righteous suffer suffer and he replied why not they are the only ones who can take it does that surprise you not at all because they are the one in the middle of the trials who will proclaim and declare to this dying world that god is good all the time and all the time god is good because they are the only one who are equipped to proclaim in the face of their fighting demons 
that God is good all the time and all the time God is good because they know their good, good God will be with them and they are satisfied and content with his presence. So the question is, is he still good to you? In the middle of your trials and difficulties, do you remember how he brought you through in the past? Or have you forgotten what he has done for you? And you are at a point where you are doubting the goodness of our Lord. Andrew Gray, a remarkably gifted Scottish preacher, he was in the 1600, who went home to be with Christ at the age of 22, stated that often our delight is in this present life and not upon God. Our worldly mindedness, as it were, has eaten up all our love to God and has consumed all the, all the delight that we have in him. I'm going to repeat that quote again. Often our delight is in this present life and not upon God. Our worldly minded, mindedness, as it were, has eaten up all our love to God and has consumed all the, all the delight that we had in him. You know, what we read about Alan Gardner, Corey Ten Boom, and Betsy, and we are going to live, see the life of Paul. That they did not allow the worldly mindedness to eat and consume the delight they had in our Lord. And as we know, Paul, who has written a contentment, so I'm going to give you the definition of contentment first. Contentment is an inward attitude of the heart that submits to and delights in God's care in every situation. So contentment is an inward attitude of the heart that submits to and delights in God's care in every situation. We are on an endless search for something more or something different which we believe we must have in order to be satisfied, content and at peace. So this study today is asking us to stop there and learn the secret of being content as the Apostle Paul did, so that we can break the very powerful cycle of discontentment and exalt the goodness of God. Apostle Paul chose, chose to believe that whatever God chose to pro, choose to provide for him at that moment was all he needed. Paul was content because he had come to the point where he was looking to God alone to satisfy the deepest longing of his being. Paul was content because... He had come to the point where he was looking to God alone to satisfy the deepest longing of his being so that he can always exalt the goodness of God so that he can always proclaim that God is good and God is good all the time. We need to turn to God and realize that God is good and is in complete control of our lives and circumstances according to his will because we know as the children who are washed by his blood, that nothing comes to us our life except his will. Paul is a very content man. He can see that in all his writings, we can see that, yet his life did not come even close to possessing what the world thinks is necessary for a man to be content. He did not have a house or any money. In fact, his life was completely horrible. Yet he was content with the fact that with the fact that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. He depended upon the goodness of God. His secret longing, his deepest longing, was met with the goodness of God. That is why he was able to proclaim that. Paul had absolutely the worst life away I have ever read about. 
I'm taking you. We, that is there in two Chronicles eleven twenty three to twenty eight. This is what Paul boasts about. He doesn't boast about his title. He doesn't boast about his status. He doesn't boast about his pride. He doesn't boast upon his accomplishments. But what does he boast about? He says in verse twenty three, "I have much. I have worked much harder. Been in prison more frequently." Been flogged more severely and been exposed to death again and again. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with the rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been danger from rivers, in dangers from bandits, in danger from my own countrymen. And in dangers from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false brothers. I have laboured and toiled, and have often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst, and often gone without food. I have been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily the pressure of my concerns for all the churches. This is Paul, who was beaten, who was broken. His confidence was in the goodness of God, and that is Paul's secret: that God is a good, good God. For Paul, for Paul, Betsy, Corey, and Alan Gardner, God became their joy. When God becomes your joy, then you can easily be weaned from the earthly pleasures. When you have tasted the hidden manna, then the garlic and the onions of this world will lose their relish. Then you can also say. even in the midst of your trials even in the midst of your sufferings even when you are fighting the demon you can say god is good all the time and all the time god is good paul has learned the secret of trusting in all situation that god is good all the time and all the time god is good true contentment comes from our lord alone we must we must ask him to flood us with his presence and strengthen us with his love so that we will be satisfied with him and what he has given us only then we can rest in that contentment and the hidden manna will overpower us and make us lose the urge of having garlic and onions of this world you and i can endure the trials and hardship that intrude into our lives not because we are strong enough to bear them but because of the goodness of our lord because our god is good all the time all the time our god is good we can walk through the valley of shadow of death and not be afraid not because we are in charge because of the goodness of our lord we can say god is good and the devil is the bad devil when your life comes up against the obstacles setbacks and challenges that we all face you should have one great assurance that god is good all the time and all the time god is good so the question here i'm going to end is Does God ever stop being good? No. For our Lord, Savior, and Jesus Christ, for to be good, to stop being good is being. It's it's not in His nature at all. For God to stop being good, His nature would have to change, and that is impossible. We serve a God who is full of goodness. We serve a God who is rich in goodness, who is rich in good deeds. He is the God who is good all the time, and all the time He is good. But the devil is the bad devil. Our circumstances does not change who our God is. 
Our trials does not change the goodness of our God. Our hardship does not change our goodness of God because nobody, he can never stop being a good, good God. And as Alan Gardner, Corey Ten Boom, Betsy, and the mighty hero Paul said, God is good all the time and they, re and they rested, rested in the goodness of God. So can you and so can I. This is the message we have for tonight. Lord and Heavenly Father, we praise you, Father God. Lord, we praise you, Father God, for how good you are, Father God. Lord, your goodness, Lord, is beyond our comprehension, Father God. Lord, how deep you are, Father God. Lord, looking at this great men and women, Father God, Lord, we are in awe of your goodness today, Father God. Lord, you have shaken us to our core today, Father God. Can we proclaim like them, Father God, that our God is good, Father God, in, in the face of the giant that we are fighting today, Father God, the giant of sickness, Father God, the giant of financial crisis, Father God, the giant of job, Father God, that is making our making uh, the people, Lord, into slavery, Father God. Can we say, Father God, our God is good, Lord? Lord, I praise you for that, Father God. Praise you, Father God, for your goodness for us, Father God. Lord, how we are lost into this world, Father God, thinking, Lord, that we are the one who are doing everything, Father God. And we are losing, Lord, to taste your goodness, Father God, because we do not allow you, Lord in the deepest part of our life, Father God. Lord, we are not allowing you, Lord, to be to allow you, Lord, into our deepest heart, Father God, so that we can be satisfied, Father God. No matter what storms we are facing, Father God, no matter what trials we are in, Father God, no matter what hardship, what sickness we are facing, Father God, we are running behind, Lord, this on onions and leaks of this world, Father God which is distracting us, Father God, from our walk with you, Father God, which is hindering, Lord, our growth in you, Father God. Lord, I pray, Father God, deliver us, Lord, from the perishable onions and leaks of this world, Father God. Help us, Lord, to declare, Lord, to this lost world, Lord, declare, Lord, to this perishing world, Father God, that my God is a good, good God, Father God. My God is full of goodness, Father God, and nothing can take the goodness away from him. That is his character. Never he can lose his goodness. Lord, give us the courage for our Father God to tell the enemy, Lord, in the face of our trials, Father God, that my God is a good, good God and my God is good all the time, Father God. Help us to proclaim that, Lord, to this world and help, the, help us to proclaim to ourselves, Father God. And not to be lost, Lord, like Adam and Eve, Father God, in the garden, Father God. Lord, they lost their life looking at that one tree that you told them not to uh, be involved with, Father. Lord, help us, Father God, to keep us, Lord, focused on that one tree, Father God, that mighty tree, Lord, that stood at Calvary, Lord, and that is still standing today, Father God, that looking at you, Lord, we can look at our circumstances and say, Father God, my God is a good, good God. My God will rescue me. My God will give me victory. My God will give me delivery. He will deliver me from this. He will make me to overpower the evil that I'm facing today. He will break the chains. 
he will crush the shackles he will heal the broken hearted lord help us lord to keep our eyes lord focus on the great and the mighty three father god the proud three father god that lifted his chest up lord and stood at the calvary father god help us lord to rest in the proud and mighty three father god that too my god lord no matter what i am facing i can tell that my god is a good good god my circumstances has no power to lose the goodness of my god my circumstances cannot dictate over me my circumstances cannot overpower me and make me to lose the goodness of my god lord help us lord to be content lord in that mighty tree of calvary father god help us father god because in that tree lord you have given us everything father god like you gave everything from adam and adam and eve in that garden father god help us father god to focus on you alone father god and lord not in our situations not in our hardship father god and to proclaim father father god that how wide and how deep lord your love is father god help us to stay steadfast father god make us to experience you lord in our deepest inner soul father god so that lord we will stand strong and tall father god in the midst of all the hardship father god lord there is so many people going through hardships in our prayer in our next level group father god battling cancer father god battling marriage issues father god battling mental tortures father god lord battling mental sicknesses father god battling job loss father god lord i pray father god whatever their battle is father god battling their weakness in their mind father god battling lord the temptation of the evil father Lord we I pray today father god that we will proclaim lord that my god is good all the time and all the time my god is good and the devil is the bad devil father god help us lord not to lose our focus lord from your goodness father god no matter what we are battling lord and i pray father god whoever is going through trials lord whoever is going through hardships lord i pray father god for your inner strength for them father god empower them father god to proclaim your goodness father god empower them lord to stand upon your goodness father god and to look at the devil lord right in his eyes lord and tell him lord that my god is good all the time and all the time my god is good and not to bow down lord to the trials they are facing lord not to bow down lord their hardship they are going through father and lord we surrender lord all this concerns and prayer lord of the next level group to you father and we pray father god that you are a good good god father god lord your word says father god when you men who are full with sin when your children ask for food will you give them a scorpion no so how much good you will give us father god help us to rest upon that father god that you are a good god father god and you have allotted lord a mighty portion for us father god that you are preparing a table for us lord in the face of the enemy lord in the front of the enemy lord you are preparing a great table for us father god to feast upon father god and i pray father god we all lord will claim that father god and we will say lord that my god is good all the time all the time my god is good father god help us lord to camp on your goodness father god lord destroy lord the discontentment from our life father god help us to live lord a life that is filled with gratitude father god help us lord to be like paul lord to learn contentment from from men and women lord like paul father god and help us lord to lose the hunger lose the passion lord for this 
onions and leeks of this world father god and to rest upon your goodness father lord i surrender and i pray all this prayer father god in the good god father god in the good god lord who is good all the time lord lord i lift you on i father god and we surrender this prayer father god in the mighty and matchless name of jesus christ amen amen Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ruby.